Welcome to the Self-Care Tarot Podcast with me, Kat Crawford. A podcast that uses tarot to delve a little deeper into self-exploration, enhance your journaling and aid with spiritual development. Welcome my dears, welcome back to the Self-Care Tarot Podcast. What a week it has been. Um, If you joined me on Wednesday, so last Wednesday for Tara for Reconnection. Thank you so much, not just for me, but also it was really lovely to see people just showing up for themselves and being able to make some time to just sit down and look inwards and reflect. And it was, yeah, it was lovely to see people making that time for themselves. So thank you if you joined me. It's been an odd week. Obviously, we had the Tarot for Reconnection workshop last Wednesday, um, and then yesterday, our lovely Queen died, and it's just a very odd energy in the UK at the moment, because you have people who are not monarchists and very anti-Queen, who are in a very strange way celebrating, which feels a bit but you know if that's what they feel called to do then fair enough but there is a kind of just weird peace at the moment like everyone's just stopped and being very in the moment so it's an odd kind of grieving time so this week has been very much full of ups and downs (laughs) which has been very uh discombobulating but I thought I'd make some time for myself today because I film, I film, I record this usually on a Friday or a Thursday. So I thought I would make some time for myself today and just to check in with you guys using tarot and yeah, think about other things <laughs> and just try and find some sort of balance and, and peace in this very odd moment that we're in in the UK. So talking about the Tarot for Reconnection workshop, let's move on to happier subjects. It left me with so many ideas, discoveries and reflections that I felt like I needed to do a podcast episode off the back of. And I have loads of podcast episode ideas now. But one of the main reasons I encourage my clients and tarot students to pursue the world of tarot is because it can put us directly in touch with our most kind of authentic and our highest selves so there's no hiding from the cards like they see everything you cannot hide anywhere it's going to tell you exactly what's going on it means that we have a line directly to our soul And we can check in with it whenever we need to. So it's a way for us to really ask that soul how it's feeling, ask it what it needs, ask it what it doesn't want or need. And we can really start to live a life of authenticity and connectedness, which is always a good thing, especially in a society where so many people prefer to disconnect from the world and the world's problems and themselves and their own problems. So really being able to take that time to connect and and just 
acknowledge and accept what is going on internally is very important. So if you did join me on Wednesday or if you watched the recording, then I hope you felt this connection during our workshop. And if you missed it, then this episode is a little bit of a taste of the kind of energy we're working with in that workshop. And I will be announcing um, the next date for the workshop very soon. But I would like to at least run it one more time before the end of 2022. So if you want to find out when that workshop will be, make sure you're signed up to my mailing list because my mailing list gets all the news before anybody else. So make sure you're signed up to that. So in this episode, I wanted to discuss the higher self, specifically the authentic self. So many people struggle to really reach the good stuff that their higher self has to offer. So here we are doing the work and to help us do this work I've picked the high priestess as our guide, a card filled with divine energy and aligned to the universe and the higher consciousness. With the high priestess we can learn how to open up doors within ourselves that have previously been firmly locked something that we could never get through we can speak with parts of ourselves that we are usually completely oblivious of and it's in these parts of ourselves that you usually find the things that so often hold us back from achieving amazing things things like all limiting beliefs fears and self-doubts and if we can access them and see them clearly we can tackle them head-on and allow ourselves to grow and move into our higher self. So it's going to be a pretty intense one. I hope it resonates with a lot of you. I know that doing high priestess work is one of my favorite things to do. I've been doing it a lot over the past couple of days, actually. So maybe that's what informed me to do this. Who knows? Anyway, let's start by getting familiar with the high priestess and then we'll move on to how she can help us on this journey. So the High Priestess is often associated with the goddess of witchcraft who is called Hecate. So you might have heard Hecate before. If you watch The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, they they uh yeah, they start worshipping Hecate. I think at the end of the last season or something like that. But anyway, Hecate is the goddess of witchcraft amongst other things, but we tend to whenever we practice witchcraft, we look towards Hecate. And she represents the power of the tarot. So the high priestess is very much the tarot of tarot cards. It's the highest consciousness and the deepest subconscious. So she is the keeper of all of our secrets. And by working with her, we can uncover those secrets and then use them to build our own wisdom and spirituality. The high priestess appears fairly early within the timeline of the major arcana. So she's the third card in the actual sequence of the 22 major arcana cards. And she is the number two card overall. So the fool is 
card zero, the magician is card one, and the high priestess is card two. And it's really the first time in kind of our life cycle, if we look at the major arcana as the cycle of life from birth to death, she's the first time we we start to be conscious of the subconscious. So when we're children, we're just taking in all the information around us. We're very grounded in the physical world. Everything is happening in real time. So we don't really think about the universe or the world in a wider concept because we haven't really started to absorb society yet. Our bubble is very, very small. So we don't usually even contemplate things that are bigger than us. We we can only embrace and accept what we see and what we feel and what we smell and what we hear. So we're very, very present when we're children. It's only when we start to get a little older that we start to develop our own philosophies and beliefs and deeper sense of self. We start to become very aware of society and culture and kind of the world outside of our little bubble. And all the experiences of our life so far start to kind of piece together to create the subconscious beliefs and fears and emotions. And they all start to gather and and we start to feel how they affect us. So after the High Priestess comes the Emperor card, a card that represents our personal power and independence. But we can't get to that place without first moving through the lessons of the High Priestess. We can't fully value or appreciate ourselves as physical beings, as human beings, until we have first viewed ourselves as spiritual beings. So we need to have that kind of wider sense of our place in the universe even if we don't completely understand it we need to have a sense of it in order to really start getting that confidence and that independence that we all start to get when we kind of reach early say like teens um kind of late childhood it's a really deep space of meditation and soul searching with the high priestess this is why she is the perfect card to help us connect and listen to our higher self. She allows us to view our spiritual selves, unveiling the very soul itself and allows you to understand what it is you feel called to, what your soul purpose is, your place in the universe. I'm very aware that my voice is very low and croaky. (laughs) I think because it's quite early in the morning. I feel like I'm doing some sort of weird ASMR video, but anyway... (laughs) We'll we'll crack on. (laughs) Hopefully it's very soothing. Who knows? I'll find out when I start to edit this. But yeah, so the High Priestess, she is a very um, good card to start with if you're on your spiritual journey very early and you're kind of still feeling your way around and you're not really sure what you want to look into or kind of what... um, what path you want to take. So it's a great card to to start journaling with if that is where you are at in your journey. So we've talked a lot about the higher and authentic self, but what actually is it? Because they are terms that we tend to bat about a lot in the spiritual community. And I kind of feel like a lot of the time we just assume that everybody knows what we're talking about. But if we if you don't know what we're talking about when we say higher self and authentic self, 
I'm going to break it down a little bit because I feel like I need to. So the term higher self is used a lot, um, both in spirit, spirit, I can't even say it, spirituality and religion. And it refers to the part of us that is directly connected to the universe, to those forces and energies that are unexplainable. Usually like we call it like the divine, so the divine energy. So your intuition, for example, is a manifestation of your higher self. It's that unconscious knowledge we all have that guides us, kind of like a built-in compass. The difference between the higher self and the authentic self is kind of like the same difference between the earth and like space. Like earth and space both exist within the same universe, but one grounds us and the other lifts us so we have to be able to balance both of those forces in order to live our life's purpose our soul's purpose to follow a path that feels fulfilling to us and like it's it's meant for us so the high priestess can help us to connect with both of these so not only do we act from a place of authenticity but we also reach our fullest spiritual potential so acting from a place of authenticity requires us to be connected with our authentic selves and reaching our full potential our full spiritual potential requires us to be connected with our higher selves so doing this work can really help you figure out what your life purpose is, what it is you are meant to accomplish whilst you are on this planet, how you're meant to serve the world, how you're meant to serve others, how you're meant to serve yourself. It can help clear away those limiting beliefs that stop you from stepping out of your comfort zone and into a place of growth and transformation. It's such a powerful work to do and to do it regularly is life-changing. I've said it before on the podcast, but we are always changing and shifting. Our, like Even our soul grows and changes as we get older, as our priorities change, as we go through more life experiences. The more we learn about the universe and all the different energies that surround us, the more we learn about ourselves. So that is often reflected in the term as above, so below. So that idea that how the universe works, how it functions is the same as what happens down here on earth, what happens internally within us, within ourselves. So doing this work with the high priestess means that we have to also keep that line of communication with our higher and authentic selves open. So we have to check in just like you would with like a good friend or a family member you haven't seen for a while you haven't talked to for a while we have to kind of pick up that phone and give the soul a call and ask like hey how are you do you need anything or how are you feeling so we have to check in and that means keeping that line of communication open so making this deep inner work part of your regular wellness routine can help you pivot in times of change it can help you always feel like you are doing what you should be doing, boosting your confidence and and building that trust in yourself and your intuition. So it has a huge ripple effect when you really listen to your higher self. It's not just about spiritual enlightenment. It can affect you emotionally and physically. It can give you more energy, more motivation. It can fuel your ambition and give you the confidence to do anything that you want. 
Hello my dears, I wanted to quickly jump in to remind you that the Tarot for Beginners doors are open, they remain open so that it is there for whenever you need it. Tarot for Beginners is a self-led online course that uses video and written lessons to teach you all about the tarot, to teach you all the meanings of 78 cards in the tarot deck and how to use them effectively. Learning tarot can be one of the most life-changing things you do. It can help you find your higher purpose, it can help you connect with your inner self more regularly, take better care of yourself, and also to help you clear away those limiting beliefs or blocks, anything that is holding you back. So having tarot as part of your toolkit is invaluable. So if you do wanna find out more about learning tarot, what the course offers, then you can click the link in the show notes and it will take you to all the information that you need. If you do have any questions that are not answered on the landing page, then you can drop me an email at info at theselfcareemporium.com or head over to Instagram and drop me a DM. I am always happy to answer any questions that you have. So let's get back to this episode. So how can we speak to our highest and most authentic selves? Because it is locked away inside of us. And I mean, what does it mean? Does it mean that we sit here and talk to ourselves as if we're having a normal conversation? Well, it could be if that's what works for you. But there are a couple of ways that we can do this. So first of all, one of the best ways and one of the ways I also um, encourage you to do just regardless, so every day, is meditation. And you can do different types of meditation. There are loads of different types of meditations that you can do. One of my favorite is visualization. So I'm quite good at kind of thinking of visualizations on the spot, but what you could do is write down a visualization um, meditation and then kind of memorize what it says and then do your meditation. So you're not kind of having to improvise as you go along or there are loads of visualization meditations on like YouTube and other places like that so seek them out. Some other great ways are things like mindfulness meditation which you can do using the Headspace app is really great for that. You could do chakra meditations that includes um, well you could do that through visualization or you could do that through crystal meditation So there's loads of different ways that meditation can help you speak to that highest and and most authentic self. And what it does is effectively calms the conscious mind enough that it's not getting in the way of that subconscious and that higher self. So you can hear what your higher self and what your authentic self is saying a lot more clearly because that consciousness is not like trying to get in the way with trivial things like, oh, you need to add this to your shopping list or, oh, you need to go and do this. You need to add this to your task list. So we're really just calming that conscious mind so that we have the space to be able to create that communication with the highest and authentic self. You could also do tarot reading, which obviously I'm assuming you are fully on board with considering you're listening to this podcast. And it is obviously my favorite way of doing this. But even one card readings where you pull a card every day can really help you see 
what that authentic self is in need of or what it is asking you to strive for or what it is kind of clambering to achieve. There are loads of tarot spreads in my free resources section, which is called The Vault. And you can find that on the website, um, theselfcareemporium.com. Click on The Vault and you all you have to do is sign up and then you're in. It's completely free. No questions asked. I drop you a password and you just put the password in and then you have access to all the goodies that are in there. But there are lots of custom tarot spreads that I've created over the years that all focus on really tapping into that subconscious, that higher self, the authentic self and yeah just helping you use the tarot in that way. You can also use the journal prompts at the end of these podcast episodes. That's also a really good way of tapping into that authentic self, the higher self. And there are also lots of tarot workbooks and ebooks dotted about um, on the selfcareemporium.com as well that you can download. There's things like 78 tarot journal prompts, which are 78 individual um, journal prompts inspired by all 78 cards in a deck. It took me a while to do, <laughs> but it's but it's there and it's free to download. I have workbooks like the Clear Limiting Belief workbook. So there's loads of, and they're completely free, free ebooks and workbooks on there as well to help you um, use tarot in this way. You can use oracle cards. So they are pretty much the same. Um, well, you use them the same as tarot. So use them to do one card readings, do spreads with them. Um, you can use any of those tarot spreads I was just talking about in the vault. You can use oracle cards with them. You could use them to guide meditations, use them to guide your journaling. So really using them as prompts um, and as kind of, uh, what do they call it? There's a word for it where you use someone to communicate a vessel I suppose let's use the word vessel because I can't think of what it's called right now but you can use the cards as a vessel to show you what that kind of authentic and higher self is is asking of you another thing that you could do um in order to speak to that higher self to order to speak to that um authentic self is to question conscious thought so this is a quite a big one connect conscious thought with feelings so really think about you know why am I thinking in this way why is this voice in my head saying this and really um just getting into the habit of questioning that and saying why why am I thinking this way why am I feeling this way and taking into consideration how those thoughts make you feel and really connecting with that because often we will think things and it will make us feel a certain way. So especially if we're being hard on ourselves, like we're saying, oh, you know, you did a really bad job at that. And then you feel a bit like disappointed and um, upset about it. We often just kind of brush that off. We don't really think about that connection between thought and feeling. So being very conscious about that, being very mindful about that, that can be... Um, a really big way to create that channel between the conscious mind and the higher self and the authentic self. So we tend to know it is our authentic self talking or kind of butting in when it feels very truthful, when it feels like it fits, like it clicks into place, when it makes you excited and it invites 
inspiration and motivation. So often you will experience a moment of clarity or that kind of light bulb moment where you're like, oh yeah, when when that authentic self clicks into place and you do something that really makes that authentic self very happy or that higher self very happy. And this can change as we change. Again, this is why we need to keep that channel of communication open, why we have to do this work regularly in order to um, stay connected with what that authentic self and what the higher self is saying. Because as we change, our authentic self and our higher self changes like we were talking about before. And if we're not constantly connected with it, that's when we start to lose sight of who we really are, who, what we want, where we want to go and all of that kind of stuff. So that also brings about the question of if these parts of ourselves are so important, then why are they so hard to access? Which is a perfectly reasonable question to ask. This is because these parts of ourselves also hold the negatives that we don't want to face. So often the authentic self or the higher self is directly tied to things like trauma or beliefs or self-limiting beliefs, self-deprecating thoughts. This is because those things are what mold us into who we are. We are shaped by our experiences and our beliefs and often our conscious day-to-day selves are just a mask to hide what's going on underneath. And we probably don't even realise that that's what's going on. It's a bit like fighting your way through an overgrown jungle to get to like the sacred temple in the middle. And that sacred temple is where your higher self and your authentic self is living nice and comfy and cozy in that little temple in the middle of the jungle. It's hard work and there's a lot to clear away before you can kind of reach that temple. But once you're there, it's just about maintaining that pathway so that you can return time and time again. So the jungle that we're talking about is your self-doubt, your limiting beliefs, your fears, your doubts, and everything else that tends to come up and say like stop or tries to stop you from moving forwards or incite change or or stops you from growing in any way. So we're really having to first do the work to cut away all of that, to kind of work through that and get rid of the stuff that um, is kind of, I don't, I don't want to use this term, but I'm going to use it, <laughs> low-hanging fruit. <laughs> It's a very corporate term to use, but it's that stuff that is um, right directly in the way that we can actively try and clear right now that we are already in some ways very conscious of and we can kind of just clear that out of the way. And then that's when we can start getting deeper and deeper and, and really clearing away those things that are very solidly rooted in in who we are and who we believe we are and, and how we've constructed our view of ourselves and our personality. So it is time to start creating that pathway so that we can hear our higher self clearly and find out what it is calling for. So I've pulled together some journal prompts that will allow you to start chipping away at that jungle. And by the time that you've finished these, you should be able to see a way forwards towards that temple. So that higher self, that authentic self. And it may not be completely clear at this stage, but you'll know it's there and you'll know what you need to do at least in order to get closer and closer every time. So there are three prompts. 
If you have a journal with you, grab it now and we'll just get stuck in. So prompt one, list 20 things you want to accomplish in your life. So your bucket list, if you will. It doesn't matter if you have a deadline for it or not, just get them all down on paper. You may think, I don't have 20 things I want to do, but I promise you there will be something, even something minuscule, like being able to afford to shop at Waitrose every week. Like it doesn't matter how small or big these things are, just get them down on paper. Prompt two, go through each of those points above and detail why you want to achieve that thing. And underneath that, say why you think and feel like you can't, you shouldn't, or you're unlikely to. So we're really analysing the why behind those 20 things. And also what we perceive as being in the way of us achieving those things. Prompt three, now look at the reason why you want to do the thing and then look at the reason why you feel like you can't do the thing. So what lies in that empty space between those two? What would need to be done to overcome the reason you listed for why you can't? Is the reason you can't bigger than the reason that you want to? So does that overshadow the reason of why you want to achieve that thing? So really analyze both points and then write down a way you could 100% achieve that goal. So these may take a bit of time and I fully encourage you to kind of do this prompt, um, do this journal exercise away from the podcast. So really carving out some time to get stuck in with this because it can be something that we have to just sit and think about for a little bit. So give yourself that time and that space. So this may look more like a goal setting task at first, but what this journaling task will do is allow you to see things that are standing in your way when it comes to tapping into that authentic and higher self. So often when you do this task, you'll have those eureka moments around what it is you want and why you want it. What fires you up and you may even uncover a passion for something you didn't even know about. So all of these things make up the very first steps towards opening up that channel so you can better access that higher self. Doing this work regularly will soon boost your confidence and make you more self-assured and feel ready to tackle whatever the world throws at you. Oh, so I hope you all enjoyed that work with the higher, with the higher, oh my God, with the, <laughs> with the, well, with the higher conscious and with the high priestess. I really enjoy doing this work because I think it's a really um, powerful card of spirituality and a really great way of diving into your own spirituality and, and complexities of your beliefs and, and all of that good stuff. So I highly recommend carving out some time to do this and really delving into all the meanings of the High Priestess because she is a very complex card that can be tricky to to fully understand, which in itself I think is perfectly a, a perfect way of explaining the high priestess that she is hard to understand tricky to hold on to that is it for another episode this one's been a bit longer than the other ones but here we are we're at the end i hope you enjoyed if you did enjoy remember to head on over to apple podcasts and leave me a review or on google podcasts or whatever podcast platform you listen to um leave me a review leave me a rating 
it is very much appreciated because it helps to grow the podcast and help us get seen by people that may not currently yet know who I am, which is probably a lot of people and that is okay. So (laughs) thank you all for listening to another episode. I will speak to you next week and yeah, have a lovely week ahead.